Welcome back to the Red River Cares podcast. I'm your host, Gina Burke. Today on the show is Samantha Derego. Sam is the DEI lead for Red River, and we work together all the time on ways that we can communicate the great work her and the DEI core committee are working on both internally and externally. Today, she will be speaking specifically about our employee resource groups. Shameless plug, I do lead the parent and caregiver group. We meet every three weeks and we talk about issues that affect working parents or caring for elderly parents, which is another position our employees find themselves in often. I am really excited to talk to Sam. So with that, Sam, welcome to the show. Well, Sam, we're so excited to have you today. Yeah, thank you for having me. No worries. So I'd like to start with talking about your role as the DEI lead. Um, what does that mean? And can you explain that title a little bit better? Yeah, definitely. So as the DEI lead or diversity, equity, and inclusion lead, I'm part of the town acquisition team. So initially I was looking at our processes with uh, Darlene Armenta to figure out how can our screening interview and application process be the most inclusive to a diverse group of people. Um, And then from there, it really evolved into working with Hillary on diversity education. So I've created a few of those like allyship trainings that people have to take in Red U when they're first brought on to Red River. And I work really closely with you and the marketing team to provide information or or ideas on how we can really advertise different uh, diversity days like um, Juneteenth or Cinco de Mayo, things like that. So really here as a resource to answer questions or provide information to anyone who has uh, diversity related questions. Uh, And uh, yeah, I'm of course part of the DEI committee as well. So um, work very closely with them and our employee resource group leaders to make sure they have all the resources they need and um, see how we can align them with different diversity and inclusion efforts that might be going on throughout the company. Well, that was a really great introduction. Um, I love that Red River has moved in this direction. I mean, it's super important to think about how we can be an inclusive workplace. And I love that we are trying to get different maybe underserved communities into the tech space. Like we know women in tech, there's just not enough of us. And to really be trying to promote those kind of jobs or the benefits that um, a woman could get here at Red River by joining the company, I think is really great. Um, And I'm happy that we're gonna continue down that road. But um, you did mention the employee resource groups, which is what we specifically really wanted to talk about today. Um, so if you can just give a little bit of background about, you know, what is an employee resource group and why they got started, I think that'd be a great start. Yeah, definitely. Uh, employee resource groups were really the first, uh, program, if you will, that was, uh, proposed by the DEI committee. So as a committee, we quickly learned this is not going to be the job of just like five people or six people, however many of us there were at that time, we really need to open this up to everyone who wants to be part of the conversation. And so we wanted to create an opportunity for employees who are passionate about 
DEI, but more specifically within the communities that they feel they belong to, um, to really represent that at the company and create a space for fellow employees to join as well. So ERGs, employee resource groups, the definition is a voluntary employee-led space that's created to provide a sense of community for underrepresented communities. Um, and really the intention is to align them with the organization's DEI focus. Uh, so for example, at the top, you brought up how we're really advertising the different benefits that women at Red River can take care of or take advantage of. And um, we've done that with other groups as well. So it really is just an opportunity, A, for people to come together, to find a sense of community outside of their day-to-day teams, and B, for them to use their voices and have the organization pay attention to things that we may not be aware of and make sure that everyone knows these things are important to all of us. Yeah, I mean, just to add, I mean, so I do lead the parent and caregiver group, um, and that is one of the employee resource groups. For me, it's kind of about being able to bring your whole self to work. And I feel like for a lot of years at Red River, I, I feel like I was one of the younger parents. Like I I came into the company and I had it had a child. She was just six weeks old when I started at Red River. And I don't think there was a lot of us that had kids at the time. And, and it was a part of me that like I wanted to talk about and bring to work, but I also wanted to be seen as a professional and I didn't want to seem distracted. And I wanted, I cared about this job and I wanted to do well. Not that I felt like I had to hide the fact that I had a child and wanted to continue to have more children and build my family at the same time of, you know, building my professional career, but it wasn't as open as this, where we're giving people an, an inclusive space to have those discussions to say, there are challenges that we are facing by being working parents. And we need Red River to understand what those challenges are. And let's talk about them and feel that sense of community together because we all get it and it's tough. And it is just this other layer that just makes it hard to come to work sometimes. But yet we're all doing it. And Together, it's just a little bit easier and we can kind of share like common, you know, we can share ideas or how to make it easier or what the challenges are or what we could ask for for benefits that would support us as we continue to be working parents. So I just wanted to add that in. Um, So let me ask you this. If you weren't a working parent, like, you know, I want to talk about allyship, I guess, is where I want this conversation to go. So just because, so maybe we start with what currently are our ERGs? And if I don't necessarily fit in one of those boxes, is are these groups still for me? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so right now we have five employee resource groups. So they are the parents and caregiver group or the PAC, as you call yourself. And we also have the black employee resource group or the BERG. And we have the mental health awareness group, the veterans in tech group, and we actually just kicked off the women's in tech group as well. So, um, and to answer your question of what if I feel like I don't belong in that community, how do I join that? I think your story of how you started at Red River is a great example of the type of benefit these groups provide to new employees. I mean, the fact that there are going to be new parents who join Red River who 
either joined having a new baby or they create their family during their time here. What a great resource it is to have a group that you could go to specifically with working parents to say, how did you deal with this? You know, what are the resources you were able to take advantage of? And how did you kind of jump over this hurdle? And what was your experience like returning to work? Um, and so I think that's how people could take advantage of your group. And then for the other groups, you don't have to belong to a specific community to be a part of these groups. They are really intended to be the most inclusive space. So say you're not a veteran, but you're the spouse of a veteran, or much like everyone here at Red River, you're very passionate about supporting the veteran community. Join the group and really give them your input on what you think we could do to better our efforts there. Uh, same thing with the Black Employee Resource Group. It is a space meant for Black employees and their allies. If you are passionate about the issues that Black employees face in the Black community um, or here at Red River, join the group and be an ally to help them with the efforts they want to move forward. And same with women. You don't have to be a woman to join that group. Being a man and joining that group and being an ally only continues to amplify the voices of the people who want to move these things forward. And the more people, the more voices we have behind these efforts, the louder will be and the more attention the efforts get and hopefully the quicker they are able to move forward. So I would say if you have questions on, okay, I wanna join this group, but I'm not really sure how, reach out to me. You can reach out to the leaders as well, um, but definitely don't let how you identify stop you from being members of a group that you feel passionate about. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I know like in the parent group, yes, it's intended for parents, right? Or caring for elderly parents. But we've had so many just life discussions that any single person at Red River could have benefited from. And we are finding community. We are, what I hear often from my group is like, none of us would have ever met. We have no reason to know each other based on our roles at the company. But oh my God, if we ever have a company event where we can hug and squeeze each other because we built like this support system. And it was like, this has been so great to meet these people that I never would have crossed paths with. We're having these great just life discussions. Because again, we might start with one topic about working parent stuff and then it just spins off into just like philosophies on life. And they're just really great talks. So I just think anyone could benefit from those kind of discussions because they kind of just perk you up. They give me energy. I know that. Like I leave that group and I'm excited about the conversation I just had and I think about it often as I go through my day. But even just, you know, hearing your answer, if I think about just being a manager here or managing a group, like you need to understand what your people may be going through. So I feel like if you don't identify with the group, that's probably the group you should be joining so you can like understand a little bit more. Like what is it, what issues are they facing? What are they dealing with? And then, yeah, how do we be better here at work? Um, what can we do differently? Yeah, I think that's a great point. You know, even if you aren't sure you want to be a member, but you want to learn about a community, uh, drop into their meetings. You know, we are talking about maybe creating an open house for ERGs where it can be a space where it's a little bit more informative and you don't feel like, okay, well, I don't, I'm not sure what they're working on. So how do I participate? 
Um, but again, it just goes back to like asking questions. And I really love your point of how at the very least in your group, you're getting a space where you're connecting with people that you wouldn't have connected with and you're having meaningful conversations. That is a great benefit to take away from these groups, especially during COVID and at a time where our workforce is more remote than it used to be. For employees like myself who don't have an office to go to, this is a great opportunity to really build and maintain meaningful relationships. Uh, even if it's just an hour to 30 minutes out of your day where you're connecting with somebody that you might not have been able to in the past is, um, again, a great benefit of these groups. So <clears throat> when I think about like volunteerism, often a hurdle for people to like go serve or to join a community day where we're going to go serve in our communities is like that unknown, right? Like, I don't know what to do. Where do I go when I show up? What should I expect? And it's enough to cause you to not even start, right? Like people just get intimidated by potentially the process. And I feel like that potentially could be happening here, right? ERGs have been going on for, mine's been going on over a year. Um, but I am always accepting new members and I encourage new people to come to just join the group. We meet about every three weeks and I would love for new people to come join the conversation. Because again, we don't have a full group every single time. People are busy, they drop off, they join, they come late. It doesn't matter. Like anyone is welcome to join these conversations. So I guess what advice would you give someone that's been maybe curious but a little nervous um, about joining an ERG? Yeah, that's a great question. I always start with reach out to the leaders again or even myself to ask questions about what does being a member really look like, uh, right? Because going back to the intention of these groups, we really do want them to be an active resource to help move our DEI efforts forward. So for a member who might feel like they don't have the time to commit to uh, moving forward a project or a suggestion that the group has, you can work that out with the leader and say, hey, I really wanna be a part of these meetings, but I don't think I can help out with this effort. That's totally fine. Join us for the next one if you can. But I think much like every conversation in DEI, there is a sense of nervousness that you kind of have to jump over for yourself when the time is right. You know, you can continue to have all the questions. You can continue to find reasons as, I don't know if maybe I'm the right person to join this group, but then you're never going to do it. So if the possibility of being a member of this group to meet new people and help move DEI forward excites you, focus on that and just start asking the questions um, and then go from there. But uh, really, it is just something to kind of jump over initially. And then once you meet the other members of the group and figure out the type of community they've created, I think that kind of calms down nerves and then you can figure out what is going to be expected for the next sort of initiative they want to move forward. And it's just communicating, right? The same way you would with a team. Um, we totally understand because these are voluntary and employee-led, these are people who are very passionate about these efforts, but they're doing it on top of their day-to-day -day job, which can be very, very hectic. So just be realistic with the amount of time that you can put into it and what you want to be involved in. Um, work with your leader of the group and um, go from there. And I don't think that, I think that's all you can do, really. Yeah. So I kind of want to talk about, you know, we've got these five groups started, 
But if I'm feeling like, all right, ooh, this conversation's getting me a little excited. I maybe want to start my own group or I don't really identify with any of these groups, but I really have a passion for something. So just throw me out some ideas. Like what are potential other groups that we could be starting here at Red River or things that you've heard or have, you know, been thrown around? Yeah, sky is the limit, really. I mean, it would be awesome to see a Latin or Hispanic employer resource group, Asian American resource group, an LGBTQIA plus group, or um, it's very common to have like a general pride group where it is them and their allies as well um, are just a few. But because it is employee led and we're really looking for those who are passionate about this to step up and lead, they can really suggest any group that they'd want to see. Um, we have a form that people apply through and I take a look at that information and meet with the interested employee to really kind of talk about, okay, how do you think this group is gonna benefit Red River? And what are the things you think you wanna focus on? And here's how we can help you promote the group. So um, yeah, it, there are a few examples out there of pretty common groups, but Again, sky's the limit. DEI covers a lot of different areas. So uh, if you're thinking about a group, but you're not sure, I would go ahead and apply and we can talk about it. For sure. So let's just talk about the future of DEI at Red River in general. Um, is there anything coming down the pike that you want to talk about or you can give us a little behind the scenes about? Yeah, definitely. So I touched on the women in tech group. That's pretty new. Uh, Corinne Flint is going to be leading it. Um, so there's definitely going to be more to come on that. And uh, as we heard from Nicole Williams in the last town hall, the DEI committee recently met with the ELT. And so it's a really excited, exciting time for the committee. We're taking a look at what we've done in the past and the direction we want to move forward in and really trying to focus in on a few initiatives we can move forward the rest of the year. So there's gonna be more to come on that. And I know one thing the committee really wants to do is really improve the communication throughout the company. You know, it feels like those who are having these conversations on a daily basis really know what's going on, uh, but everyone else is kind of like, what's going on? So we really want to communicate with the entire company on what we're doing. Um, and let's see, what else? Probably expect more trainings the way we have been doing, more elective conversations, and um, the Voices podcast. So we did a few episodes um, last year, and I'm really excited to be working with the marketing team again to really make it more of a formal podcast um, with seasons and more episodes to come. So it, that's going to be another great opportunity for employees who want to be part of these conversations to provide their voice. So really looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be great. All right. So anything else that you want to leave us with before we wrap today's show? Yeah, definitely. Uh, check out the DEI page on the river. That's where a lot of this information lives. If you have suggestions that you want the DEI committee or employee resource groups to focus on, definitely reach out to me. Um, and yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions or say, hey, I, I see the company's posting about this. What about, you know, X, Y, or Z? Because again, this is, although I'm the DEI lead, this is a role that really benefits with more and more people speaking up about what they want to see at the company. So uh, I'm always a resource and always available. So don't hesitate to reach out. 
100%. Well, thanks for being on the show, Sam. Yeah, thanks for having me, Gina. It was fun. I want to thank my guest, Sam, for being on the show. As you heard, Red River is committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion, but it will take the support of all our employees to continue to support this important initiative. If you want to learn more about our employee resource groups, head over to the river on the left under quick links to find the entire list and how you can contact the group's leaders. Be sure to check out the DEI page while you're at it, or you can always email Sam directly at sam.derego at redriver.com. And as always, tune in next time to be inspired. <laughs>